Welcome to Total Teen Health and Wellness, the podcast for parents of teenagers to learn more about how medical and mental health issues are affecting their teen children. This is Dr. Shauna Garza, and I'm an adolescent medicine physician, providing essential education and helpful guidance to parents of teens and young adults. This podcast encourages parents to empower their teen children to live healthy and balanced lives. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Shauna Garza here, your host of Total Teen Health and Wellness. I am very happy to be back after a busy summer and I'm coming here for episode number eight. It's early August and I want to do a focused episode today on something that is on every parent's mind right now as we are going back to the start of school and that relates to COVID. Of course, over the last few weeks, our country and our state of Texas has seen a extreme uptick in the number of cases And what I want to inform you about today is the reality of how that is affecting children and teens. Right now, in Texas hospitals that treat children, they are seeing more and more kids positive for COVID related to the Delta variant that are experiencing severe illness. Children's hospitals in Dallas, Houston, and other large cities in Texas are having their ICUs full of children with COVID infection and respiratory issues and needing ventilator support. So this Delta variant is very different than the previous variants that we were dealing with last summer and fall. It is affecting children more. It is causing more severe illness in children. And I think parents really need to understand what their kids are facing, especially going back to school and being at risk of more exposure to the Delta variant. I have been talking to all of my patients about getting the COVID vaccination. Of course, the Pfizer COVID vaccination was approved for age 12 and up back in May. And I've been talking to my families at work and people that I know in the community that I gave my own 12-year-old daughter the vaccine one week after it was approved for emergency use by the FDA. This COVID vaccination is very effective in preventing COVID infection and also preventing serious illness. And that is something that parents need to understand that when they make the choice to not vaccinate their children, they are increasing the risk of them being infected with COVID, especially as they go back to school and activities and sports this fall. Pfizer conducted a very comprehensive trial in patients age 12 to 15 and showed that it's highly effective. It's close to 100% effective in preventing COVID infection. The study that was done looked at 2,200 children 
and they were what's called a random double blind study. And the follow-up showed that the patients that received the vaccination had strong immunity a month after the second dose. And that's very good news. I hear the concern often from parents that think that the COVID vaccinations were developed too quickly and might be even considered experimental. And I want them to understand that these vaccines have been adequately evaluated and tested. They were developed much more quickly than past vaccines, but that's because the groundwork had been laid particularly with other viruses similar to COVID. And so that meant that the trials were able to get started very quickly. Manufacturing was able to get started quickly. And there were no steps skipped in this development process. Safety's always been the top priority for development of medications and vaccines. More than 100,000 adult volunteers received the vaccination during the development. And really what they were looking at was not just the efficacy of how effective it is in preventing infection, but they were monitoring for significant adverse effects. And that was then carried over into the pediatric study that I mentioned that showed close to 100% effectiveness in preventing the transmission of COVID. Another question I hear from parents is, can you get COVID by getting the vaccine? None of the vaccines that are on the market or that are being currently tested and developed use the live virus that causes COVID-19. And so they use a method that actually helps our bodies recognize the virus and build a strong response to the virus. The vaccines have been proven to be safe. They have been studied in tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, and side effects were mostly mild and similar to other vaccine reactions. Arm pain, redness, swelling at the injection site, flu-like symptoms for a day following the vaccination, and that was shown to be about the same in the research on use in teenagers. Right now, the Pfizer vaccine is the only one that's been fully tested and approved for teenagers age 12 to 15. And currently, they are studying um, the effectiveness in use in age 6 through 12. I've heard through groups that I'm connected with that it's likely to be released for use this fall sometime, and so that will be another conversation to have. But I will tell you, I have my own children, and I plan to vaccinate them once the vaccine is approved for use in order to protect them, particularly against this more contagious and virulent strain, the Delta strain. Vaccinating is the best way to stop the spread of the Delta variant. There have been initially millions of kids that were infected with COVID, and most of them did experience mild symptoms last year with the other variants. But things are changing for the worse with the Delta variant. 
there are kids that are having respiratory failure and needing assisted ventilation, like I mentioned. And there's been a small number of kids that have developed a very serious complication called multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. And that actually can affect different organs in the body and cause heart failure. It is very serious and requires hospitalization. And it's important that preventing COVID transmission can help prevent these more serious complications and hospitalizations. There's a lot of data to prove that these vaccines work. And so for patients and my families that have been hesitant about receiving COVID vaccination, I want them to understand the risk and I want them to really understand and be informed about these decisions so that they know that what process has been developed to get these vaccines on the market and available to everyone and how rigorous they are monitoring the safety and ongoing safety as it's given to millions of people. One of the important motivating factors for getting COVID vaccination is not just how do I prevent infection to myself or my family, but how can we protect our whole population? There are people that can't receive the vaccine because they're too young, like small children, and even now, any children less than 12 are not able to be vaccinated. There are people that have chronic illnesses where they are not able to receive the vaccine. And also there are elderly patients that might not have had as full of a response to the vaccine. And so the more people that can be vaccinated, the more we are all protected. That goes in our communities, in our churches, in our schools. And I know that the general population has been learning more about how public health and infectious disease initiatives work because there's terms that are now used in the lay media that were never heard before. This whole concept of herd immunity is incredibly relevant to prevent the spread of COVID infection. And children and teens who have not been vaccinated and are not following precautions to prevent this spread are increasing the risk to everyone. Vaccinating children and teens who make up 20% of our population will help reduce the overall infection rate. And that will also prevent a spread of all of the variants and lead us toward this idea of herd immunity that's going to help the pandemic be better controlled and actually start to wind down. As far as access to the vaccine in our area, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there are many options. Access should not be the limiting factor in not receiving the vaccine at this point. It is free and available to everyone, 12 and up. And there is a website through the government called vaccines.gov. It's a sub website under the CDC. And it's a great resource to help you find access in your community by searching by zip code or address um, by town. 
and even allowing you to schedule and kind of providing links to scheduling. Most of my patients are receiving the COVID vaccine through different pharmacy chains, Kroger, CVS, um, Walgreens. They tend to have ready access and availability. And so starting that vaccine series now before the start of school would be really the best approach in helping prevent the spread among teens. Getting it started is the first step. Of course, it's a two vaccine series that's given three weeks apart and setting that up on time and even the same location that you receive the first is easy to do. They want you to do that. And there is efficacy and benefit even after the first vaccine. So we are at a critical time. Rates in children are increasing dramatically in Texas. Schools going back in person next week with limited social distancing or measures to prevent the spread. And vaccination really is the best choice for parents. I did also just want to mention that it's important for children to stay up to date on all of their usual childhood vaccinations. Right now, that's more critical than ever to help prevent other infections that could potentially complicate COVID infection. And so we want patients, for example, to be up to date on their pertussis vaccination series, their flu shot when that's time in the fall. All of this can help keep children and teens healthy throughout this challenging time getting back to school. I will post some links in the show notes about um, ways to find vaccination for your teens, and I hope that this has been helpful to guide you in these important decisions for your child, and I look forward to next time. Thanks for listening today. If this episode helped you better understand the health of your teen and you're ready to learn more, please subscribe to hear future episodes of this podcast. Consider sharing it with other parents of teenagers. And remember, parents can help their teens live healthy and balanced lives. Music